Welcome to the Chapman CG podcast series, inspiring and informative conversations with top HR leaders from around the world. Over the years, a heightened focus on the importance of building diverse teams and inclusive cultures has motivated senior executives to push the dialogue forward in their organizations. While some workplaces continue to stagnate with rudimental compliance-based efforts, champions of the DNI movement are busy building inclusive cultures where employees of different backgrounds feel like they belong. I'm here with Nata Janini Tobin, Senior Vice President HR for Asia Pacific in Japan at SAP to discuss how the organization embraces differences to produce stronger results. Hi, Hinata. Thanks for joining me today. Hi, Lavanya. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Um, to start off with, Hinata, tell us a bit about your work and the role at SAP. So I had human resources for SAP in Asia Pacific and Japan. You're going to hear me say APJ uh, many times during this um, podcast. And in this role, my team and I have the honor and the responsibility to drive the execution of the HR strategy in the region for more than 18,000 employees. And that is a strategy that is built along the pillars of delivering experiences that matter, promoting innovation, and building an inclusive and learning culture. And many things actually make my job very exciting and enriching, and I can mention a couple. One is the diversity and inclusion in APJ with employees of over 70 different nationalities five generations at the workplace, multiple acquisitions in the past years, a genuine intent to gender parity, for instance. And number two is to see the transformation journey in HR powered by SAP's technology and how much SAP has evolved in this area in the past years. That sounds interesting, Hanessa. Thank you for that. And coming to the topic of today, what does diversity and inclusion mean for SAP in 2017? And what does that look like in practice? SAP's vision is to help the world run better and improve people's lives. And we understand that it is the unique perspective of each of the 85,000 employees that makes SAP a more innovative and dynamic organization. So why is this important? There are a few reasons, but let me focus on three. It is about innovation and being able to understand the world for, from more than one perspective. And that challenges the way that we have always done things and offers us the opportunity to evolve into something new. Number two, it is about having customers at the center of everything that we do. And we have an ecosystem that comprises more than 350,000 different customers, and we need to reflect this diversity in the workforce. And finally, it is about engaging employees. People want to work for winning teams that are welcoming, that are supportive, that help individuals realize their potential. When this happens, people were more committed, they are prouder of the company they work for, they talk more positively about their experiences with the company, they act as talent magnets, so on and so forth. So fundamentally, engaging levels see great improvement when we do all that. The diversity and inclusion strategy in SAP is built 
around four pillars that are critical to the company's long-term success. So I'll talk about these four pillars. They are cross-generational intelligence, gender intelligence, culture and identity, and integrating differently abled people into the workforce. So let me give you more details. When we look into cross-generational intelligence, for example, we see the potential of people at different ages bringing a huge spectrum of experiences and perspectives that help SOP uh, drive our innovation. When it comes to gender intelligence, it is the understanding of and appreciation for the characteristics that distinguish men and women that go beyond the obvious biological ones. When we talk about the culture and identity pillar, we talk about empowering the numerous backgrounds, cultures, ethnicities at SAP to create a greater sense of community and to gain strength from uh, people's differences. And last but not least, the focus on integrating differently abled people into the workforce creates a vast value or an enormous value by focusing on people's unique abilities and by promoting a work environment that considers the special needs and skills of each employee. So looking at what we have done and uh, some of the results is quite interesting. Early this year, we achieved the corporate goal of 25% women in management. It's slightly ahead schedule, and we have now set up an even higher goal for the coming years. SAP became the first multinational technology company to obtain the Global Economic Dividends for Gender Equality Certification, which is also known as EDGE. And in APJ, the participating countries were Australia, India, Japan, and Singapore. So this is a living proof that uh, we are committed to gender diversity and equality in the workforce. SAP also recently received an award, uh, which is the first leaning award in Singapore for its diversity and inclusion strategy. And to help people understand what DNI really means in practical terms mm -hmm. and what each one of us can do to promote inclusion every day, we rolled out a formal learning program to employees called Focus on Insight. And the program can be consumed over seven modules and through multiple channels, such as videos, e-learnings, infographics, etc. Last year, we launched a program called Back to Work to support professional women who are looking to re-enter the workforce after a career break. Candidates were offered project-based work coupled with development and growth opportunities to return to the workforce. And to date, 26 women have benefited from the program and many have joined SAP as permanent employees post the completion of the project. We have multiple generations working side by side in this company like many other companies do. And it is critical for us to meet the needs of all these employees so in order to do that, we offer flexible benefits where employees can decide what benefits best suit their lifestyles. And we also offer flex work arrangements to employees, keeping the outcome at the center rather than the presence in the office. And that helps our employees better integrate their professional and, and private lives and to improve the overall well-being. Four years ago, 
SAP announced the intention to gradually increase the percentage of individuals with autism in our workforce. And since then, we have had more than 100 colleagues across the world joining SAP in permanent and contractual jobs. We have a dedicated team that ensures uh, the smooth translation of the colleagues in the spectrum into the workforce. And this team runs operations in 17 locations and nine countries worldwide, including India and Australia, where we have more than 20 colleagues already hired to date. We also show strong commitment to the LGBT inclusion all over the world. And uh, SAP has a strong LGBT employee network called Pride at SAP, with chapters running full capacity in the Philippines and Australia. Enablement outreach is happening in the rest of APJ via Focus on Insight, and also via the IAM and LI campaign. Pride at SAP is one of the many employee groups in the company. There is another one that is very impactful, very influential, called Business Women's Network, for example. And what mm -hmm. we have learned is that they are one of the most effective ways to empower the many voices and representations at SAP. So I can go on and on here. Uh, there are several examples. I'm very proud of how far we have come in this journey, and we will continue to strive to make a difference for the societies we operate in. Talking about diversity and inclusion is uh, not enough. We cannot only talk about it. We really need to walk the talk. That is why creating practices that are impactful, that are scalable, is so critical to bring DNI to life. Thank you, Renata. That was extremely insightful to understand what SAP is doing. And it does sound like, as an organization, you are ahead of majority of them in, in your path and DNI initiative. Looking back, Renata, what have been some of the biggest challenges in implementing SAP's DNI initiative? We do have challenges along the way, that's for sure. Change and progress go hand in hand, as you know, but change is not always easy or simple. Um, we face resistance, skepticism, and, and many times roadblocks. So following a simple, thoughtful plan can really help unlock the power of making positive change across an organization. And our DNI journey has been an important change management exercise here at SAP and required us to follow some steps. For example, thoroughly plan where we wanted to be, to involve the right stakeholders, to execute with discipline, to make sure that enabled was made available to an, a great number of people, and ensure that we were measuring the impact along the way. So the way that we have overcome some of these challenges was and continues to be by two things. First, articulating the clear value of DNI, so it's not seen as something nice to have, um, something that is only delivered by HR. We link, we really link diversity and inclusion to innovation and to an engaged workforce, as I mentioned before. So this directly impacts the operating profit of the company and uh, builds a strong business case that creates the buy-in from leaders. And second, by leading the organization mature this topic. 
So creating understanding of basic and advanced topics for a workforce of SAP's scale does take time and one needs to be patient and persistent to achieve the results that are intended to be achieved. Right, okay. And so how does SAP measure the success of these initiatives and what's in store for DNI at SAP moving forward? So SAP is very committed to um, greater diversity at every level of the organization. So for example, the company has a board stated commitment to increase the percentage of women in management by 1% each year to reach 30% by 2022. We also have a goal to hire 650 employees with autism by 2020. And, and it doesn't stop there. With the support of the board, the senior executives, the HR organization, over 80 employee network groups and others, SAP is constantly implementing new initiatives and concrete measures to ensure that we attract, we retain, we develop, promote people of diverse backgrounds. So moving forward into 2018, we'll focus on impactful programs across all pillars that I mentioned earlier. We will continue to provide the flexibility of choices for our employees, such as flexible benefit programs to match the needs of individual uh, employees and their families. We will further strengthen the programs for differently abled people, expanding them to other geographies within APJ. We will continue to prepare leaders to remove bias from people-related decisions, such as who to hire, who to develop, who to promote, who to retain, and others. So not only that, we continue to expand the dialogue on business beyond bias, promoting roundtable discussions with our customers as well. So it's really going beyond the boundaries of the company and into the ecosystem where we operate. So this is quite exciting uh, for 2018. Uh, we have a, a team that is um, energized and geared up to make sure that we achieve even uh, better you know, results than what we have achieved so far. Indeed, exciting stuff. And uh, finally, Renata, what advice would you then give to other HR leaders and organizations attempting to prioritize DNI efforts? Having lived this journey myself, there are a few takeaways um, that uh, are, are built along the principles of simplifying the change process. So let me give you, uh, there, there are five takeaways. Let me give uh, them to you. Mm -hmm. So number one is to have a buy-in from the top level. So any change starts at the, at the top um, and then people embrace it at large. And we need to build a strong DNI champions, so opinion leaders in the organization that will have a far-reaching effect on the broader organization. It cannot be only a HR topic. And that is takeaway number two. Diversity and inclusion is a business imperative. It cannot mm -hmm. only be seen as the responsibility of one area in the organization. Um, it has far uh, more positive impact uh, for everybody else and everybody in that organization if there is a, a genuine effort of adopting it. 
The third one is to set goals and hold people accountable. So just as we had stated goals for women in management roles to be 25% by 2017 and now 30% by 2022, it is important that other goals are also established for the different pillars or for whatever initiative the organization wants to um, move forward with and makes sense to uh, the execution of the overall strategy. Number four has to do with planning and executing enablement to create broad-based awareness through training and development programs. And, uh, and the last one is to harness the power of employee resource groups that will act as multipliers and, uh, and they really ease the, the process of change. They are influencers, they are multipliers, they're, uh, people will follow um, their peers when they see that there is a true connection to um, a bigger purpose. Now, this is a journey that requires commitment, definitely, and focus as well and it does evolve as the organization matures. So back to the point of persistence, back to the point of patience, and never losing focus of the target the organization wants to achieve. All right, thank you. Thank you for that, Hinata. And that was Hinata Janini Doman, Senior Vice President HR for Asia Pacific in Japan at SAP, sharing how SAP strives to create an inclusive culture that permeates the entire company. Thank you for joining us, Anata. This was a sheer pleasure. Thank you very much, Lavanya. A pleasure to be here. For more excellent conversations from Chapman CG, subscribe to our podcast series or check us out at chapmancg.com.